all 12 was coming in the house at the same time, which was a little bit crazy sometimes, but, but nice crazy. We're, such, we're still such a close family, the 10 of us, you know, unfortunately, my mother only passed away last month and my father died two years ago, so, um, you know, we're coming to a different stage of our life now, the, the 10 of us that, you know, living our life without our parents and it's, it's it's tough at the moment obviously but um you know what that's that's what i i, I think is going to test us even more so as a family that's you know the mother and father were there as the backbone now it's it's how we how we cope with ourselves and obviously stay in touch with one another oh unbelievable she was one of these you know still having 10 kids still was able to go on the likes of the women's committee you know the the uh, the credit unions the you know the uh, all types of uh, events that went on in Green Hills. She was leader of it or, or helping out. She had coffee mornings for, for our famous coffee mornings went on for, for you know, for days on end near enough, you know, and uh, made hundreds of thousands of uh, euros for to St Andrews there. And uh, she was an unbelievable woman in that regard and, and how she managed 10 of us and, and could still do so much within the community was mind-boggling. We'll never get that type of generation again. I've got two kids. And I'm too busy, you know what I mean? So she had 10 kids and she could still do all this. So it's it, it's a reflection on what they were with me, mother and father. Yeah, I used to go, I worked with him in a, as a kind of labourer to him, you know. So um, he used to get me up early and I'd go for me run and then I'd come home and have me breakfast. And um, I'd, uh, I'd go work with him for the day, come home, get a little bit of a rest. My ma would feed me and... It was back into the boxing club, so we had a great myself and my dad. It's just you know, where I suppose we, you you could class as more like brothers and father and son that we we understood one another and we, un we understood that went to went to get out of one another's hair, you know, and and went not to, you know. So it was a kind of thing. It was a mutual respect we had with one another, and we respected one another, and he respected my boundaries and I respected his, and I suppose that's what made us such a great team, the two of us. I loved you before. Yeah, I loved uh, Alison McCampbell, the, the lead singer. I just thought you had a, you had a, a voice on him. Like you know, to be honest, and I hope you don't sound racist. He, he sounded like he was coloured. You know what I mean? He, he had that tone of voice, and um, he uh, any song he could he, he could belt out. You know, we all remember Red Red Wine and and other other great songs. But Many Rivers to Cross, I I believe shows us pure. His vocal skills of how good it is, you know, and it's it's a song that I I looked on my 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 way of going getting to the top in, in the in the amateur boxing game that uh, I would have many rivers to cross and many paths to cross and everything else to go to get me to where I want to be. Yeah, we met in Blinkers um, Club Ninety Two, I think it's called now, which is I think it's still called Club Ninety Two up in uh, Leopardstown, which is it's amazing because Ninety Two was my year when we. We got married, the two of us, and I won the Olympic gold medal. So it's it's a bit crazy that way. The Olympic Games started on the 25th of July, 1992, which was Paula's birthday. People's, I suppose, assumption of me changed, but I didn't feel I changed in, in any form or way, you know. Um, you know, people might say you're a flash Harry or you're this or you're that. You know, that's, you, you can't keep them happy. And that's what my dad used to say to me. You keep some of them happy, but you won't keep them all happy, he says, you know. So um, the bottom line was, you know, Coming from a family of ten as well, you, you stay well grounded. You look at what got you to where you want, where you were, you got to, and how you got there. You thank the people who got you there: your mother and father, your your my uh, wife Paul, and my brothers and sisters. And my dad used to say things was, "One day you you will become the old uncles." 
And Austin, my oldest brother, uh, said it's me at my mother's funeral. We've become the old uncles now, and our nephews and nieces now kind of look at us as the old uncles rather than the the the, the young books. You know, and I'd like to still see half them take us on, but they won't. Uh, but uh, you know, that's the way it is. It's 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 a progression of life, isn't it? It's it's I'm now the old uncle. You know so. Especially we were we were kind of mad in those eighties. To say, you know, you had such great bands like Madness were unbelievable, and when you still when you go to weddings or parties, they play Madness. You see all the forty five plus getting up and doing the stupid dance, and the kids being embarrassed. But uh, Ghost Town was quite uh, um, a song that you know it was based in you know the band uh, the specials based in Coventry, and as I said, my uncle Martin uh, moved to uh, Coventry, and we boxed over there as kids. And uh, you know it was huge unemployment in, in England and Ireland at the, at that time in the eighties, and uh, it, it was such a you know a wacky song and such a crazy video. If you remember the video, they were just driving around the town and in in, in the car, and uh, special to me, one of the best bands that ever came out of England. You know it was a huge time for ska and, and that type, and we were all wearing our Herndon jackets and our Crombie jackets and our loafers and all kinds of uh, our shoes and socks and everything that went with that, and. Uh, Every time you hear it on the radio, you, you turn it up as loud as you can, and it's it's one of those songs. Yeah. 